welcome to Minute Impossible. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to investigate with us the movie Mission Impossible one minute at a time. I'm Jonathan. I'm Chris. I'm Nathan. We're four days into Nathan's Renly's residency here at Mission Impossible. Minute Impossible, whatever the name of our podcast is. <laughs> welcome back, Nathan. Thank you. I've lost enough agents. <laughs> hey, that's in this minute. You did the thing like where you talk about the thing in the minute. That's awesome. That's the thing. That's good. That's the thing. You did good. <laughs> this minute begins with Kittredge planning Ethan's escape from the country and ends with Ethan dropping a knowledge bomb. Bum, bum, bum. Kittredge wants, to, wants Ethan to fly out to Canada and then down to Langley, Virginia for debriefing. Sounds like a plan. Hands him his passport and his ticket and... Were there no direct flights? <laughs> to Virginia? No. Well, remember, as we learned yesterday, Prague is landlocked, so no. Yeah. I don't know why, again, this is where we go back to their aliases. I, I thought they have aliases. Who cares? There's no, there, you'll, there'll be no paper trail. Yeah, but apparently there's some issue because, you know, there's a uh, team is lost or something's going on. And there, there's something hinky about the way that uh, the Kittredge is uh, talking and explaining all this to him it doesn't seem very uh inviting or concerned he seems more annoyed well i think we're back into kittredge being the boss again he is he has said his platitudes to ethan about his team and he is moving on i think having a team murder during the mission is one of his pet peeves yeah i would think so um i've got some pros and grows for your next uh mission uh pro you guys looked great (laughs) grow I'd like more than just you to come back from it next time and not murder everybody. I'd like to direct you to the employee handbook where it says, should all the agents die? That's in the Q&A. And it says no. <laughs> it's one of those diagrams that says, if all go on a mission, yes. Follow it down. And then he says, do all your agents die? Yes. You go over to the left. It's like, start over again. <laughs> Ethan seems to blame himself, like Nathan brought up. He uh, actually he actually changes the subject to make sure Kittredge knows he blames himself for everybody dying. Last week, he did challenge Jim's abort signal. When Jim said to abort, he did say, no, we're continuing this mission. So it is his fault. Right now, it, it's his fault. Yeah. It's not pro-abortion. <laughs> when Jim said abort, only one member of the team had died at that point. Hmm. Star of the movie. Emilio Lazarus. R.I.P. We love you, Tony Beretta. Kittredge acts like... He's taking on himself to blame himself, but the way that Kittredge says we don't need to lose any more missions has a lot of sass in it. It's like, we don't need to lose any more agents tonight, or I think we've lost enough agents. You know, it's he's not uh, completely saying it neutrally. Sassy about it all. There's a tone now. There's an attitude. I think, that's, I, I think the tone and the music is shifting yeah. right yeah. now. He's being passive aggressive, which as a boss, you should not do. No. Ethan's actually going to say something, and he say, he does say, you know, I was the one who got them killed. And then Kittredge, well, one, Kittredge can't lie. If you, if you For being the head of the IMF and CIA, or at least this division of covert ops, his hand on his face is the biggest tell I've ever seen. He puts his hand all over his face. He also has a tail? It's a tell, not a tail. Jim has a tail. Kittredge has a, a tell. A tell. A tell. I tell. At that moment, we get this great scene. We get this great shot. Of course, it's at a. Um, it's at an angle. <laughs> of course, it's Tom Cruise coming to the realization that there was another IMF team, 
there's another IMF team at the embassy. And Kittredge is doing his best poker face of, what? What are you talking about? This is where the movie really turns on itself because unless you were paying attention or doing a minute-by-minute podcast 20 years after the movie, you probably wouldn't have noticed what Ethan noticed. We'll find out in the next minute what he actually noticed, but he thinks there's another IMF team that was at the U.S. Embassy tonight. And I'm thinking, is there another group of, of as beautiful people as that as Ethan's team, team sitting around somewhere? It's impossible. It's a B team. There's no way there's another A team sitting around there. You know, nope. They are those guys are the they're the cream of the crop. Yep. So these the uh, the rest of the people coming in there are gonna look like Gamorian guards. There's no other Tom Cruises out there, you know. So although it would have been nice if they'd had another team that looked, you know, as good as the A team did. Because you never see that. You're always like, oh, they just, you know, the other team looks the same as, as you know, what you would expect them to look, not That's as true. good as Tom Cruise's team looks. We can't all be A-list. No, I guess not. How There's never, you know, two, like, A-list teams in a, in a movie like this that are just, like, one A-list and one, like, eh, B-list, C-list, whatever. Expendable team. <laughs> Mission expendable. At one point, he says that they're going to toss the Prague police a bone or two toss them a few suspects so does that mean they're gonna frame a few people in Prague? yeah that's where kittredge is definitely playing his hand right he's he's playing his hand incorrectly he's actually telling ethan we're throwing a few bones why would you do that why not even not do anything it's just a car bomb exploded and there's a dead guy in an elevator and there's a a woman and a dude stuck on a gate i think they got enough bones right now Uh, yeah I like that they're throwing they're throwing them some people. So that means some people were on their um their poop list and they've decided that they're going to uh they're not going to uh have them around anymore, so they're just gonna frame some some people for it. Uh, I think that's that's very CIA. We're supposed to like the IMF though, in general. We're supposed to think that they're a good organization and in, in this in the Yep. Tom Cruise is a good guy working for a good organization. It's weird how casually he's like, and of course we'll frame a few idiots for that. If we love the IMF, we should also assume if they're framing somebody, they totally deserved it. They did something else. They probably have a list. Like we have the knock list. They probably have a list of, of other people that have done crimes that they've gotten away with, like the naughty list. <laughs> Check it twice. <laughs> and the naughty list, it, they have this naughty list and they check it more than once, maybe twice. They make sure... That these people get their comeuppance. All right, I'll I'll take that for now. Although <laughs> it seems seems a little like blind faith. You don't like my <laughs> Santa Claus theory? He sees them when they're sleeping. <laughs> I know when you're awake. These are all things Kittredge will say to Tom Cruise at some point <laughs> or another. Well, <laughs> good old Kittredge Claus. But Kittredge is definitely hiding something right now because he yeah, he might be having an adverse reaction to shellfish because he is. Rubbing his ears and his face, and his, he's all over the place. He's just a terrible liar. You're right. He yeah. should have to be better at lying to be part of the the head of the impossible mission force. He stopped making uh, he stopped making eye contact yeah. about thirty seconds. There's ago. another team. What? <laughs> no. Mm. No. Did you? Did I? I gave you some of this tiramisu, right? Don't change the subject, Kittredge. How about this restaurant? It's great. You know. I was watching the background actors because in minute by minute format, it's great to watch background actors and they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Always extras are the best. Accidentally make eye contact with the camera. They don't 
look like they're not talking or accidentally take three sips of their drink in a row or all the different kinds of errors you see people make carrots peas and carrots peas and carrots watermelon watermelon yeah they're definitely no everybody's i mean i can barely tell looks like there's a guy there's a couple in the corner behind ethan there's a guy behind kittredge and there's some waiters and none of them look out of the ordinary the waiters keep they're very good watching them though nothing well they're waiters they're watchers <laughs> <laughs> and they want they want these just, bastards to they're leave. Like, All right, I'm gonna go to the. Like, let's go home. Dare I daggers at them for a few minutes? Sure. Yeah. The, if you'd notice real close, oh, I know what you're talking about. That's like at um, where was it? At second six, there's definitely a uh, baton <laughs> handing. Fine. You just watch my table. You just watch table two. I'm leaving. By the way, the reason there's no fish in that tank behind them is because there's lobsters in there. Ah. What? Well, they can still be fish. And get even bigger. Do lobsters eat fish? No. Lobsters eat the stuff on the know. bottom of the ocean. <laughs> they eat fish poop. That's and gross. And then we eat lobsters. Just their butts. Even worse. <laughs> I don't like their faces. I feel like if, if a fish came down, a lobster might grab it, unless it had the little rubber bands on its claws. Which it probably does. They don't want them eating each other. This is not something I've ever seen. I've never seen a lobster grab a fish. Ever. And I've gone to Red Lobster at least three times in my life. Oh, yeah. No, and they also wear rubber bands on them. So this is a terrible example, but this is the only example. What about on planet Earth? I've never seen lobster planet Earth. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to go. I'm gonna, now I've got to go Google lobster planet Earth. <laughs> you know they did it. <laughs> Somebody did it at some point. I, I just want Morgan Freeman explaining to me how lobsters snatch fish out of the air <laughs> and eat them. Do lobsters have mouths? They got to. Right? <laughs> they gotta How do they eat. How do they drink? They drink like fishes. Uh, all right, slow down, Neil deGrasse Tyson, with all your expert opinion on this. I'm pretty sure I've seen a lobster at one point in my life. Do lobsters have mouths? They gotta. I don't know. Yeah. Sounds good. Yep. What 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 animal doesn't have a mouth? <laughs> that's what that's what separates us from the inanimate objects. What? No, that's not the only thing that separates us from inanimate objects. This tree, this chair does not have a mouth. Ergo, it is not me. That's airtight. <laughs> it is. That's actually pretty good. I'm trying to come up with a fault, like while we're standing here. And of course, I'm 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 completely <laughs> flaking out on it. I can't even think of anything else. I'm trying to argue with you. So that's an exciting minute. Let's put it that way, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy behind Kittredge is reading a book, and I think their chairs look cool. Those are my last two things. You know what? I was going to say something about the chairs, too. I love these chairs. It's like a brocade. Whoever did the production design on this, I know it. this is shot in Pinewood in uh, London, but yeah. it looks pretty nice. I love I love tiny pictures. I love... They do this in a lot of movies, especially in um, Ukrainian countries, Czechoslovakia, Russia. They always have much smaller pictures than the wall behind it, like the size of the wall... If you look behind Kittredge, is like easily five feet wide. There's a picture that is framed that's maybe a foot and a half. I just love, I just love that happens a lot in movies, especially when they're trying to show another country. They have these paintings that are tiny as if that's, I don't know what it is. I don't know what. <laughs> the frames are massive too in proportion to the painting. The frames as thick as the painting is. If you put the, if you just had frame, like if you put the frame all together, it'd be the size of the That's painting. True. 
They're all landscapes. Are they the same painting? I I can't quite tell. And the oh well, all landscapes look the same. Tom Cruise's hair looks fantastic. Yeah, this this minute especially, we get to see Kittredge's hair and Tom Cruise's hair, and they both have really good hair. Yep. And that's the only time we're ever going to talk about their <laughs> hair in this movie. But Tom Cruise's hair looks better, and he's he should be kind of you know ribbing him about that because he just went through all of these deaths and murders and flipped over a fence and and his hair still looks great it's it's like yeah but he had an hour to primp yeah he was gelling in the alley he had an hour to do this and also this is probably three months after they shot that stuff in Prague <laughs> when they're back in Pinewood so <laughs> the point last time about Kittredge having eaten an entire meal while he said it was only going to be an hour is amazing I don't I can't. I don't know how they rectify that, other than the date scenario. I hope it was. I hope he either had a date or he just sat there and slowly ate a fish for an hour <laughs> and had like three courses: had soup, salad, uh, um, uh, escargot. You know, it was all in the government's dime too. You know, that's what I hope. Well, we've come to what I grudgingly ne- thought was a really great segment: Tech of the Ep. <laughs> but this week this week has proven that Tech of the App is one of the worst segments ever because it's impossible when there's nothing. So here we go. Oh, here we go. Tech of the App. Nathan. I got one. The bubble the bubbler in the lobster tank aerates the water gives them oxygen it's a great invention you could have one in your own home for 49.95 plus shipping and handling your your salesmanship is just as spot on as your science (laughs) (laughs) you don't know how much this aerator would be you're talking at a you're talking at a school over there well that's true but for today only this offer available to these (laughs) podcast listeners we're gonna just enter in the code Minute Impossible, and <laughs> so that we know who how they found out about him, and that's it. Yep. Email to GoofyMovieMinute at gmail.com. They will give you a $49 aerator on a giant lobster tank. Got it. Lobsters and lobster tank not included. <laughs> All rights reserved. Uh, yeah, there's, there's literally nothing. No. So. Lobster tank aerator wins. Yep. Lobster tank aerator wins. Nathan, I promise we'll bring you back uh, for some minutes where there's actual technology being used. <laughs> the only tech you've really gotten is a fish tank and some uh, and one tiny little disc that you put into a phone. The phone scrambler. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get you in. We'll get you in for some crazy uh, for one of the one of the one of the weeks when there's some crazy technology going on. All right. <laughs> well. With that, we wrap up minute 29, and we move toward minute 30, which will wrap up uh, our week with Nathan. We're excited. Hopefully, Nathan can come back for one last episode. Nathan? TGIF. Tomorrow. Yay. Yep. We'll see you tomorrow on Minute Impossible. You can always reach us at the Impossible Minute Force on Facebook, at Min Impossible on Twitter, or write us an email at MinuteImpossible at gmail.com. We'll see you tomorrow for Minute 30. I've been Jonathan. I've been Chris. And I'm Nathan. This minute will destruct 
Kaplooey. Oh, it's, get, it's getting worse. <laughs> self-destruct. Oops. This minute will self-destruct. Kaboom, boom, boom. You've been watching too many goofy movies. Kaplooey. <laughs> Kaplooey. That's a Calvin and Hobbes one. Kaplooey. <laughs> 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 <laughs>